Hey, people. I'm Trevor Atkinson, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Cassidy Ray Atkinson. Hello. And you're listening to Tell Me You've Seen This, a podcast where I make my wife watch classic movies that everyone's seen, but she has not? <laughs> yep. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> hey, love. Yeah. Tell me you've seen The NeverEnding Story. Nope. Seen it. She hasn't seen it. She's got to see it. Doesn't she know that everyone's seen it? Still, she hasn't seen it. I don't understand it. I'm losing my mind. And we're back with episode six of the podcast. <laughs> we made it. We I did it. I think statistically we've gone further than most podcasts. Really? That's what I read online is that most people don't make it past episode three. What? We're twice that. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Let's go like episode 50. Hey, remember when you made me sing the theme song last time? Yeah, you did great. <laughs> That's so nice of you to say. It was sounded fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. I had a lot to drink. It helped me out. Yep. My voice sounded really clear. It's thanks to my amazing iPad. Vocal, vocal coaching. Vo- and vocal coaching, yes. I like how you're like, do you want to uh, try again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, you know, maybe one more. Mm-hmm. One more little run. Well, babe, what are we doing today? This is a classic. Um, it's called The Never Ending Story. Yeah, this was uh, the overwhelming choice by everyone online. Everyone went hard on it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I thought people would be interested in swingers, but like, nope. I wanted to do swingers. You wanted to do swingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, love. The people have spoken. That's okay. And it's the never-ending story, which I don't know anything about. I know... Okay, here's what I know about the never-ending story. There is like a flying dragon thing, which... I always think it's like from Spirited Away because there's also a flying dragon yeah, in Spirited Away. It seems away. like a big fluffy dog. Yeah. Like a sheep dog. Okay. That's and extremely large. Everyone commented um, Atreyu like a thousand times on those posts. So I'm assuming there's a character named Atreyu. I don't know. I thought there that is, was a band. Some, some effed up stuff goes down. But like honestly, we're in the same boat. I really haven't watched this since like 1993 or something like you did like this was a pick that you wanted on the list so yeah you... well I remember it like being like a big deal well you were just a child do you just, just a little 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 guy <laughs> do you remember anything at all about it um honestly I just remember that there was it was kind of like the labyrinth there was just so much real practical effects sure and I remember being like really kind of taken by it you know as a kid like yeah just the wonderment of it did you only watch it once i don't remember i'm sure i marched, watched it way more than once okay but yeah no i don't remember much <laughs> that's all i know <laughs> yeah i mean we'll have to just get into it see what it's about <laughs> i'm sure it'll, i know it's gonna be sad is this so i feel like I've, I've never seen princess bride either but i think the premise of both of them get confused in my head are they similar at all or not even i haven't seen the princess bride you haven't seen the princess bride either no i have not seen the princess bride oh it's on our list is it yeah well it's both of us then oh that will be an episode (laughs) i guess we'll have to like bring someone on that has seen it 
Oh boy, that's actually a good point. We probably will have to do that. Yeah, so if anyone out there has uh, seen The Princess Bride and feels strongly about it, get at us and uh, you can host. <laughs> yeah, never watched it. Oh, there's a huge cult following. But same with The NeverEnding Story, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just like The Labyrinth. It's one of those big movies from the 80s. Do you have any idea what NeverEnding Story is about? Just a dude rides the dog around. I was that's like it? five. Like... I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> What's a, who's a tray you? Is that the floating dog? I think that's the horse. I thought that was from Princess Bride. See, I don't know any of this. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're going to watch it. Well, shoot. Okay. Um, that's all I got. That's literally all I got. That's all I really have, too. I mean, I know there's like this crazy... I feel like a tray is a horse, but I don't know. We'll I thought to... that was the whole Princess Bride thing. Every time I saw that meme... I thought that was Princess Bride. It's like a horse dies, right? I, I don't know. There's a meme where it's like the horse is dying and everyone uses it for like probably just money. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't remember it. Everyone listening to this is so mad right now. Like, How do you not know anything about this movie? I was we'll sheltered. To, we'll have to edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out, Trevor. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just watch it. Let's see what it's about. All right, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> ah, yes. Water Brother. I think I have more money. What's up? Considering I'm a Warner. I know, right? Where's the money? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't have it. <laughs> I thought I married into, like, royalty. <laughs> Wolfgang. Wolfgang is a solid name. Oh, 80s music. Oh, yeah. This is an 80s movie. Uh. I know this song. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, I haven't seen this movie, but I know this song. We have a storm oh, rolling in. We are in for a treat. Serious cloud action. Patricia. I feel like this is a, like could be like Twister, like we're storm chasers. Yeah. Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Wait, Bill Paxton? No, he was in Twist. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, look, I don't know. <laughs> so is this song written for this movie? I hope so. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, did what? Udrico. This intro does not disappoint at all. <laughs> like we had, so we've had some like lazy ones. I'm like this one's off the chain. This one's a lot of uh, cloud. But it's beautiful. Look at all like the, the the hues, the pinkish hues, yeah. and the it's blues. For all the credits. I like credit to the beginning of movies. Sometimes I just want to get down to it. So you're going to tip it upside down immediately and let it just fill up all the way, all the way. I'm scared, I'm scared. Yep, just let it fill up to it. Uh, We're trying to drink Guinness the proper way. And now if you look, you see that it's like 
dark on the bottom and brown. Yeah. Wait for that dark to come up a little bit more. And then you're going to slowly pull the beer up. Yours is much darker than mine. Just, you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. ready. Okay, I'm ready. Just, it sucks. <laughs> just slowly let it. And then. What if it overflows? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it overflow. It should be about perfect at the top. Right about there. Now, yep. Right there, right there. Let's go, Yeah. I need a napkin. And now you have a perfectly poured Guinness, but you went too long. You know it's... what? It wasn't that bad, if we're being honest. It's like, I'm not sure it could be any more perfect than what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. Thank you. How, how are you feeling? I feel great. Ask me how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Sunburned. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we went out on the pontoon. <laughs> I feel with terrible. With the fam. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing, amazing time. Yeah. Maybe not enough sunscreen for so you. So I though. got home and realized I was beyond sunburnt. Um, shout out to Jenny B, who let me raid her refrigerator for this pure leaf aloe vera gel that I've basically been bathing in. So what do we say, friend of the podcast, Jenny B? <laughs> That's right, absolutely. <laughs> friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Jenny B. So we just had an amazing movie watching experience again like everyone except for the big lebowski oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so disappointed in me you're not even mad you're just disappointed you know it's all good <laughs> all right so we're getting into it i don't know what do you think what should we do i'm ready i'm ready to I'm go i'm terrified this room is going to turn into like a molten like a, a bottom of a volcano. A sauna is what you're... Zeth- we can't run our AC while we're doing the podcast, and it's super hot today because it makes too much noise. That's just because I'm super hot in this room with you. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I think mean, it's, it's a combo. It's a combo. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Dad jokes for the rest of your life. You're going to love it. <laughs> All right, the never-ending story. I watched story. it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I liked it. I get the appeal, but I have a lot of thoughts. You ready? Are they ne- mostly negative or no. mostly positive? I think they're most uh, they're mostly positive, but I there is one character I'm going to get into that I'm afraid everyone's going to come at me for because I thought they were really weird and not like the way I imagined the character to be. I didn't notice much weird in this movie. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Very wholesome. Um, so the never-ending story. It opens a badass 80s song opening credits with a song that was clouds. written. <laughs> Lots of clouds. The song that was written. This movie has a lot of clouds in it. <laughs> <laughs> now that you bring it up, a lot of clouds. Clouds. Um, so what happens is we got these great, uh, this great 80s song opening credits, and then a young boy wakes up. He grabs a book. Already you're like, okay, he's a nerd. Then he's in the kitchen and he's like trying, like he's having breakfast and he's trying to open a jar and he can't do it. And his dad in a beautiful suit comes over and it's like, I'll help you. Um, and then mustache. The, yeah. He really is like 80s dad mustache <laughs> suit. Yeah. He's like, I'm a working man. I am responsible. Um, but the boy tells the dad he had another dream about his mom. And while he's telling his dad this, his dad is blending um, an egg with an with orange juice yeah. in a smoothie? Yeah, he's getting all the the vitamins. <laughs> so, is that, does that taste good? I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I When I first saw it, I was like, that's disgusting. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, I do like eggs in my cocktails, like an egg white. I'm egg like, whites. would it be good? 
I'm curious now. I almost want to try it. Get the ninja out. Let's try Maybe it. we should actually make eggs and orange no, juice too smoothies. Acidic for me. <laughs> anyway, the dad then starts lecturing him about his mom's death not being an excuse for his behavior, which the 80s were rough, man. It's like it might be an excuse for his behavior. His mom died. Jesus, like get him into therapy. Don't start lecturing him. I I don't know. But then the dad's saying he's got, uh, he's received a call from his son's math teacher who has told him that he's drawing horses and unicorns in his math book and he hasn't been turning in his homework on time. Um, Apparently he hasn't tried out for the swimming team and his dad's not even mad. He's just disappointed, which is so brutal. But he instructs him, you know, it's time to get your head out of the clouds. (laughs) Again, another cloud reference. (laughs) Um, Dad says, you're too old to have your head in the clouds. Stop daydreaming. You need to start facing your problems. Uh, And to be fair, the son is like pretty chill about receiving this lecture. He's like, okay, dad. Okay, I respect that. Which is very well behaved. Yeah, really nice kid. Like, you know, (laughs) he's not going to rock the boat. Um, So then he like takes himself to school and he's in what city you looked about? Oh, well. There's really no setting in this film. I mean, they filmed in Vancouver, Canada, okay. but I don't, I don't think that was like... You know, I mean, I guess I just didn't recognize the city either. So he's taking himself to school. He runs into classic 80s schoolyard bullies. They call him a weirdo. He starts running. They're chasing him. Uh, they're also in the middle of the street Yeah. Like in Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. Like Confident. I, I guess. Yeah, it was very strange. Very confident bullies. I also want to point out that one of these young kids... Okay, let's set the stage, though. Like, how old are these kids, like, if you had to guess? I mean, 11, Yeah, 10. they're young. They're, like, 10 or 11. They're, like, young. They're not even, like, your 16, 17-year-old no, 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 bullies. No, they're they're young. super young. And one of those bullies is straight up wearing, like, a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's already bad as a bone. <laughs> and they're, like, waiting for him in the street. And for some reason, he's walking in the middle of the street. Yeah. And it's like, this is how kids get to school in the 80s? Makes no sense, because you think they would have more street smarts if they're going to school, like, in the middle of the they city. They wouldn't be down downtown anyway no why way. would they be downtown no way yeah, it was weird <laughs> anyway they chase him um they they literally like make this kid get into a dumpster 80s bullying i guess classic uh, he gets out and then the same bullies find him and chase again. him again and he has to <laughs> it's just like dang man, like a double bully scene he can't catch a break he ends up running into this like antique bookstore to hide and he meets this grumpy old dude who is just surrounded by books. Uh, he like is in this big armchair and he turns around and he's smoking a cigar. He's got these real classic 80s glasses. And he's just basically like, get out of here. You don't even like books. You know, you yeah, dumb I don't, kid. I don't like children. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry, I'm just trying to escape these books. And, and this boy is like, yo, hold up. No, I have 186 books exactly. And then the old dude is like, uh, they're probably comic books and those are dumb, which he sucks. <laughs> so then the old dude is kind of intrigued he's like oh not well because books. the kid references like the lord of the rings he yeah. like n- names off all the like books he has yeah ten thousand leagues under the, the sea, sea. yeah, yeah. And, the old, and the old guy's like whoa like mm-hmm. this kid reads books oh yeah he's like this kid's legit uh so then he kind of asks him why were you hiding in the first place and then he advocates for violence and he's like you need to punch those bullies in the nose yeah <laughs> so it's how they handled things in the 80s it wasn't like we can reason through this it's like no punch your damn bullies yep right in the nose respect 
Then the old man tells him that the books that this boy likes are safe books because he can go back to being a boy after he's done with them. Uh, then this old man tells him that the book that he's currently reading, that the old man is currently reading, is dangerous. Because, uh, like, the boy's curious. You know, what are you reading? The old man is hedging. He doesn't want to answer, that kind of thing. Uh, he really kind of builds up the the suspense around the book. So of course the boy really wants to read it. And then of course the shop phone rings and he has to go answer it and he leaves the book behind. The boy's obviously like, okay, I'm gonna check out this forbidden book. And it's called The Never Ending Story. <laughs> so then this boy takes the book, he's a thief. And as he's like running away with it, the old man looks out the window, but he like smiles. He's like, yeah, I planted that seed. I wanted that boy to steal, steal this, this book. book yeah. <laughs> But the boy, to be fair, did leave a really nice note saying he'd return the book. So he's a good kid, even though he is kind of a thief. Then it cuts. He's at school now. Um, he realizes he's super late for class. His class is taking a math test. He's like, screw that. I hate math. He instead grabs a key that's been hidden in like a broken fire alarm. Is that I'm, right? I walked out to deal with the cat. Oh, that's that right. This one, it's the one time I left the room, and then you were. I was like, "What?" After I came back, because so Cause much had happened. Because he's in an attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does move at a pretty quick clip. Yes, it um, does. But yeah, I, I think it was like a broken fire alarm switch, and he had a key hidden in there, which I don't really know how he got a hold of this school attic key in the first place. But he does get the key, um, and he goes into the school attic, which is like super awesome. It's got mood lighting. There's like dust in the air, and there's like for some reason skeletons like all uh, over spider the web yeah. like old um uniforms on mannequins or skeletons a strange school attic to huge be fair. W- windows it's like no high school any school does no not have an attic like has this. an attic like this i no. have never seen it well i mean maybe if it's like an old school in a city or something I, I guess i don't know what old city schools look like on the inside yeah and he is in a city okay i can see that I but guess, like I mean, this was the, the craziest across the street from us i mean maybe has some really cool things yeah it's a super old building whatever the case the attic is really cool i would totally do a photo shoot in that attic um so he opens up the book the never-ending story he starts reading and it literally like slow zooms into his eyes total kill bill style so you know he's like a nerd he's like i love reading uh, so now we're in the book, and right away there's a lot of strange characters in this forest setting. There's a, a rock steamroller is coming at them, but it stops just in time. And it turns out the dude driving it says, uh, I want to join you for the evening. I've been traveling all day. Uh, he's a rock biter, and he's also super into eating limestone, which is like a delicacy that I'm gathering. I don't really know. Yeah, limestone's a delicacy. Yeah, it's for, fantasy. For rock biters. Uh, he, tells, uh, he tells them that he's from the north, uh, whatever this land is, and that they had amazing, exquisite rocks to eat, but they're all gone now. Uh, same with a lake he liked, and it's been replaced with nothing, which gets brought up a lot. Uh, the people that he's encountered that are much smaller than him uh, they say the same thing is happening to other parts of the world, too. All this nothing. They realize that they are all being sent on the same mission to the Ivory Tower to ask the Empress for help. <laughs> yeah, and does she, like, run? Uh, well, I don't know if we can say what this land is called yet. Do we want to wait? No, it's called Fantasia. Like, right, right. So she, like, runs Fantasia? Like, is I she guess a... she just runs Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah, this... I guess. This one, you know, faceless. <laughs> sort of. We never really see her until the very end. But 
They, they apparently she's the only one that can stop the nothingness from taking over this land, uh, which they don't really explain how the hell she would do that, but she must be very wise. So they take off. They're like, no time to waste. Let's get to the ivory tower. Why are we even chilling here? Uh, one of them is on a racing snail. That was funny. Uh, the other is on a bat. <laughs> Uh, the rock biter looks up, he sees the nothing is coming, and basically the nothing is like a bad storm. Right. And it's very windy, and it like just destroys everything in its path. Yeah. And turns it to nothing. Hence, nothing, nothing, hence nothing, 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 nothing. The nothingness. So, scene cuts, it's the bat and the guy on the bat flying in an orange sky, the racing snails making moves, the rock biter is not far behind on a steamroller. They spot the ivory tower. <laughs> it's like beautiful, high fantasy, gorgeous. Uh, and the music is really hyping up the fantasy royalty vibe. Uh, and the top of the tower is the home of the Empress, uh, who is their only hope. Very Star Wars-esque. Yeah. Uh, there's a gathering of people there already. A man with an absolute fantastic amount of facial hair dresses him. He's got like... Oh, my God. Yeah. You, well, you referenced Kill Bill before, but he looks like the guy who trains... Um, Literally uh, the bride. Yeah, who trains Literally her. Literally looks, looks exactly like that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this black dude, and he's got this cool like horn on the top of his head. Did you and notice a white... That? What is it? Is that a full man shoe? Am I saying uh, that wrong? N- I don't know. You could be. I don't even know what you're what talking is the, about. Hang on just a second. I don't want to get this wrong. Um, facial How hair. How did that guy look, Fu- It is a Fu Manchu. Am I saying Fu this Manchu. wrong? Fu Manchu. Yeah, that's it. It's a Fu Manchu. Fu. It's a full straight mustache that originates on the corners of the mouth and grows downward past clean-shaven yeah. lips into two tapered tendrils. And it's perfectly, like, snow white. It's beautiful. He looked, uh, he looked awesome. Looked amazing. So this guy comes out and he's, like, going to address the gathering he starts talking about the nothing and then says that the empress has become deathly ill and some are linking her illness and the nothing together and she's totally dying and she can't save them anymore. Uh, he does say though that there is another hope, a great warrior from the plains people and his name is Atreyu. <laughs> Atreyu. <laughs> Finally, I get it. Totally thought Atreyu was the name of the horse <laughs> from all the memes. <laughs> so I was wrong. I now what know is the it's a skid. Name? I, can't uh, I, I wrote it down. Tark, Tark or something. Uh, Atrax or something. I don't know. We're, we're going to get there. Um, yeah, his name's Atreyu. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the boy who, in the real world, whose name is, uh, is it Bastion? Bastion. Bastion. Okay. And he's like, fuck yeah, Atreyu is in the story. He's a young boy just like me. How cool. Uh, then we're back to the fantasy world. Atreyu shows up and he's just a little boy. People are shocked. But he's a little bit sassy. He's like, yo, I'll leave if you don't want me here, even though the yeah, apocalypse is I can is go back to hunting buffalo, y'all. What a little... Like, I don't need you. What a little asshole. It's I like, don't dude, need the you. world is literally ending <laughs> and you want to like stir up some shit. Well, he didn't know at the time. <laughs> he, well, why is everyone there? How'd he get there? He's told by the um, guy that the world's ending. Like He tells him there. But then why is he there? Because all these other people he are there because the world is ending. Well, he was... All I'm saying is at the time he did not know. Remember he reacted and he's like, oh my God, so like what is the quest? Why? Yeah, he might be naive. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about this that I don't get. It. So Atreyu is apparently the only hero. He's a little boy that can save them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no okay. He is tasked with finding a cure for the Empress. And here's here are the rules he's been given by the guy with the Fu Manchu mustache. Uh, you have to go alone. Yeah. You can't bring any weapons. Weapon. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's going to be really dangerous. And also, there's probably no chance for success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if he fails, everything's fucked and this world disappears. That's... I remember, I like... I don't get this. It's like, wait, what? It can't take my bow and arrow? Right, like, it like might, a bow. It may come in handy. I don't get it. But so even funny. watching the whole movie, I'm like, surely there must be a reason why he couldn't bring any weaponry. But they literally never address why he has to go alone or two why he can't bring weapons why and also why is he why is this little boy the one that has to go i don't i don't get you think like the rock biter with his big steamroller like just get it okay like come on just okay don't get it it's bullshit it reminds me of do you remember uh prometheus the alien movie where they land on the that planet and they were like she was like, no, you don't bring any weapons out here. I was like, what the fuck? You would- yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> you would definitely bring weapons to an unknown planet, like 100%. <laughs> yes. But a Treyu is in the same boat. They're just like, no, dude, you have to literally go alone. You're like nine, ten. Well, he's got his horse. Not for very long. He doesn't have Spoilers. that horse for very long. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> he he's like, okay, I guess. He's down with it. Atreus like, this all sounds reasonable. I'll do it. <laughs> so the Fu Manchu man gives him like this necklace pendant thing that is the same design as the cover of the book that Bastion in the real world is uh, reading. Uh, he, they call it Oren. Um, it's going to guide him and protect him. And then boom, we're off. Uh, 80s music adventure time is happening. He is, <laughs> I mean, the music honestly is really good in this film. Uh, he is balling out on this horse, beautiful white horse. He's set off to save the world. Horse is awesome. There's a lot of shots of him running through different landscapes. Uh, and then Bastion in the real world, the real world boy is narrating. Uh, a creature of darkness also begins his quest. Right. Yeah, and it's it kind of like cuts to this creature with the most beautiful green eyes of all time. Yeah. And yeah. Did you notice the um like Evil Dead camera work? No, what am I looking at? Like when we're first introduced to him, you see just like black, and then the green eyes show. But then he runs, and then remember the camera like you know oh, like going through like the monster, just like Evil Dead monster, monster vision. vision. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. Very yeah. good. Um, it cuts back to Atreyu who is, apparently he's, like, been searching for, like, a week or whatever for, I mean, this mission is really vague. They really didn't tell him what to do. They just gave him this pendant where, like, good luck, dude, you're 10, and you don't have any weapons. Uh, so he, he's, like, sitting there drinking. The horse is drinking from the most scenic river of all time. It's beautiful. Atreyu is taking a nap because he's lazy. I don't know. And then they're going to eat. And then Bastion in the real world decides he's going to eat too. For a second, I thought this was like going to be an ET thing, like where him and Atreyu were the same person, but clearly that's not what was happening. Yeah, it was more like the readers into the story mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's exactly right. It just confused me for a second because I thought, I'm like, oh, are they like telepathically linked or something? Um, but then it cuts to more scenes of Atreyu and the horse running through different environments. Uh, the music is back in full force. Everything is very gorgeous. Uh, but the creature of darkness is definitely watching them with his awesome green eyes. Uh, Atreyu and I think the horse's name is Artex. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Artex. They're in like a bog now or a swamp. It's, what did they say? The swamp of sadness? Yeah. So it, when you're in that environment, the sadness can like 
take over, take you over. Right. Uh, so they are now looking for Morla all of a sudden. I don't know why it took Atreyu this long to figure out what he was supposed to do, but he's. they're going to look for Morla, who is the ancient one, and apparently he lives in the swamp. The minute I saw the swamp, I knew that horse was fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, because all the memes. Yeah, I knew it. But I was shocked because I thought like... <laughs> the way the memes are like set up and portrayed, it made me think that this horse was like his companion throughout the entire movie. So that's what I thought. Like, so I I saw this when I was a kid, but and I knew there was something with the horse. But like, yeah. I was watching. I'm like, dude, like already. Yeah, I mean, the movie like, wasn't geez. even a third of the way through, and that horse was a goner. Yeah, yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh my god, it was fast. so quick. Um, so Atreyu is trying to lead both him and Artex, the horse, out. But the horse is, like, given up. He is legitimately overcome by sadness, which is how the swamp operates. Like, if you let the sadness take you, uh, the swamp takes you, basically. Um, of course, that horse dies after much screaming. And uh, tears. And tears. It was very sad. Uh, and so much earlier in the movie than I had anticipated. Uh, Bastion is having a hard time with this back in the real world, real world as well. But Atreyu's like, yo, I got a mission, and he marches onward. Respect. Mm, yep. Uh, he ends up finding Shell Mountain, which I guess is where the Ancient One is supposed to live in the swamp. And he's calling out to Morla. There's a lot of name calling in this film. Like Everyone's just searching for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though it's like yes. constantly like Atreyu, Belcor, Morla, everyone's screaming. Oh, <laughs> uh, the mountain begins to rise up, and uh, Atreyu falls off of it, and he falls back into the swamp. He ends up climbing this dead tree to kind of get on level with this mountain, which turns out it's actually a giant turtle, and it's Morla. Uh, Bastion, at this point, the real boy screams in real life and they hear him in the story and why did he scream too like what what <laughs> this boy is very dramatic what invoked that I he was... was startled because it ended up it was a giant turtle <laughs> you're at home like reading your nook and you just scream that's true <laughs> i have never once read a book and been and so scream. shocked that i was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not even like that's a... another thing sorry i cut you off there's no, another thing in this movie where people just scream like for no we'll, reason yeah we'll get there but it's inappropriate like you would you maybe would like <laughs> gasp and surprise but i have never like this is like a oh. blood <laughs> it was a blood curdling scream <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> i'm like so good fashion dude you gotta calm down like you've read other books like lord of the rings and surely yeah you read is... lord of the rings i'm sure you must have been screaming exactly <laughs> How'd you get through it? Uh, Morla, like, straight up sneezes on him, which my brain was like, great, you have COVID now, for sure. <laughs> and Morla doesn't really seem too concerned about anything. The Empress, the nothing, it doesn't really yeah, bother him. Not, well, he's been alive for how many, like, A long of years? time. Yeah. It turns he out that... He just doesn't that... care. Imagine how cynical you'd be if you were alive for, like, just a thousand years. You'd be like, meh. I'm over it. Yeah, it yep. must get kind of boring, but more or less, he keeps, like, sneezing, uh, and it turns out he's, like, allergic to Atreyu or something. Uh, he says nothing matters, but he can ask the, and I think I wrote this wrong 20 times. I wrote seven oracles. Am I what? completely wrong? He has to go find the seven oracles. Wow, I must have spaced out on that one. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. The th he ha it's where he goes after Morla, and they are 10,000 miles away. The seven oracles. Oh, right, right. Am I wrong? I think that's right. 
uh, he was... basically he's got to go to the next task, which is the seven oracle or some. I have no idea. Am I? I swear to God, I'm not making this Let up. Google it. I'm gonna. But I'm telling you, ever <laughs> seven or oh wait, no, the story. oracle. It's just one. But he says seven. Because that's gonna. That's who's gonna give him the knowledge or the information he needs to save the empress. It's the oracle. It is, but why does he say seven? I have no idea, but I don't remember hearing seven oracles. God, I do. Over and over again. It was like every time, seven oracles, seven oracles. Um, or maybe just the or- oh, seven en- oracle of the seven energies. Yeah. It's one oracle. It's, it's the oracle. It's almost like the Matrix. I am just so confused. It's like the Matrix. You go see the oracle. So... <laughs> I- Atreyu is devastated because 10,000 miles is like a freaking long way to go, even if you had a horse. (laughs) Like, how the hell is he going to get 10,000 miles away on foot when the nothing is like encroaching on you? Uh, It cuts back to the real world, the class belt, the school rings. Uh, What did you say we were watching it? You're like, he's skipping school at at school. Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Um, a storm is rolling in, and he's like the only one still left at the school. So he just goes back up to the attic, which for some reason is just full of skeletons. Um, <laughs> and spider webs. And spider webs. And he almost bails because he's spooked, but then he tells himself, Atreyu he, wouldn't quit. That's right. Uh, but then like a wolf head falls on him. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then we're back to Atreyu. Uh, Atreyu is exhausted he's walking through this the swamp of sadness he needs a shower like more than anyone has ever needed a shower in their life uh and something's after him it's the dark beast right with the green eyes that right. from earlier um atreyu looks up and he sees this like flying dog <laughs> which <laughs> which ends up saving him from the swamp and the dark beast which because almost at gets this him. point he's starting to be engulfed yeah in the he's swamp. in the sadness like he's, he's given yeah, up he's like yeah this isn't gonna work bro i'm done yeah the and, um uh, falcor swoops in man. that's yeah his name's falcor he looks he reminded me of the the dragon and um spirited away who was really? also another boy did you, did you ever see spirited away yeah we yeah. watched it yeah you had me watch it. that's a really good one but maybe that's where they got it from i don't know um anyway treyu passes out and when he wakes up this is i have a lot of questions about falcor <laughs> <laughs> when he wakes up someone has totally showered him weird they've dressed his wounds i don't know how this giant dragon dog would have done that. I think the... No, they couldn't have because they were tiny. Well, okay, let's... Okay. Well, let's get... Okay, so he wakes up. <laughs> he's completely showered clean. Someone's washed his hair. Um, and this <laughs> flying dog is, like, sleeping next to him, who does have incredible iridescent fur. Like, the fur yeah. is beautiful. The scaling. Yeah, cool. uh, He's, like, pretending to still be asleep as uh, Atreyu gets up and tries to sneak away. But then... This, the dragon dog wakes up and he's like, yo, my name is Falcor. I'm oh, he's a- like, where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> he's a luck dragon. I need a luck dragon. And he says, <laughs> sorry, he's so freaking weird. He's like, I really like children. He said it like this, I like children. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Atreus, like, how do you know my name or what I'm trying to do? Because like Falcor knows like everything Everything. he's trying to do, like to stop the nothing. And Falcor's just like, yo, you talk in your sleep. Sleep. And then he winks. Yeah, he would wink, which is weird. And it's like, so what? 
So you just know from your First powers. of all, no one talks in their sleep and explains like their entire Tired life thing. story. <laughs> <laughs> and this dragon does the winking thing, which is really creepy, dude. It's so creepy because of the it's practical. It's like animatronics. So and it just looks like a real thing doing yeah. something. And it's not like we're so used to CGI now. And it's like, that's like terrifying. Like, it was, that was like weird. a real thing do, talking and yeah. acting like that like, oh it was weird as hell he he then like makes him he's like i have a scratch behind my ear i can never read and so atreyu's like okay i'll help you scratch this itch <laughs> but the scene is like 20 or 30 seconds long and it's just falcor being like oh yes it feels so good like <laughs> i don't think it's that long it was long enough that i was uncomfortable watching it <laughs> am i wrong no, it was no, it was definitely weird. It was so weird. Like what It's like you don't even know each other. That seems like a really like personal thing to do. He's a luck dragon. He's probably picking people up all all the time. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I mean people Is that are... what happens in Neverending Story 2 and 3? I have not seen really? 2. Really? <laughs> oh, uh yes. Who's who's seen 2 and 3? I bet you a lot of people have seen 2 or 3 cuz they made 3 of them. <laughs> um so they talk about how Atreyu has to get to, I wrote seven oracles again, because that's all I could hear, but whatever, he's got to get to this oracle. Uh, turns out they're like pretty close because of luck. The dragon has flown him all the way, like the 10,000 miles. Or 9,991 miles. 91, yeah. Or 91 like, miles. Yeah, he's like right there. Only nine miles, bro. That's it. We're You're so close. close. Um, Atreyu is real, he's like, man, this sucks, like, everything is so bad, but Falcor is like, things are gonna work out fine, and good luck will find you, which, that's so positive. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um, Falcor also says, you know, Atreyu has more than just him as a friend, and then shows him to a cave where these two little elf beings are living. It's like, <laughs> I'm guessing they're, are they like a married couple? Is that? They have to be a Okay, couple. well, they never, like, explicitly say, but... The dude is like working and drawing something and he's really into science. And the wife is more like a witchy type and she's working on a potion for Atreyu, uh, which the elf dude is like, that's stupid. He needs scientific help instead. Uh, and they kind of argue back and forth. The banter is cute. And neither are explained. He, yeah. he, he just keeps saying uh, the scientific method or like science is what will prevail it's like what what is the science I, yeah they never and what is science her, and what, what potion is she freaking making she don't, they don't say anything it's they, just like i do witch stuff and the other they're completely stuff. pointless like the, those two characters are completely <laughs> pointless they truly serve almost no purpose because falcor also could have like ultimately they lead them to uh they lead a you to like where the first gate is to get to yeah. the oracle but falcor could have easily been like here's the gate, here's the gate. it's literally yeah. like right around the corner here no big deal yeah why did falcor land at the, these elves i have no like, idea how did they actually help him at all i literally i just don't understand it i <laughs> <laughs> i will say though that they did there's a really good line that i like that the witch says to atreyu um she says she asks about like how he's feeling he's like i'm fine and she's like brushes that off and she says, it has to hurt if it's to heal. And I was oh, like, oh, that hit me I good. Remember, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that really was good. good. <laughs> Maybe they're just to build his confidence. I think so. I don't know. It's a kid's movie. And they were cute, you know. Were they I don't cute? Know. No. I mean, it was I, funny when seeing like, 
I think they did. Well, we're not there yet, but I mean, they did an amazing job showing. It looked real, like he was mm-hmm. bigger and they were small. Yeah, the like the fourth perspective that they were filming looked really good. Yeah, it looked super good. Well, what ends up happening is these two apparently know a lot about the oracles or something. Uh, he makes the witch crank this basket with him in it up into the air. Uh, I don't really know why. And then tells Atreyu about the seven oracles. Um, at the top of this hill is like a crystal telescope. I thought it was like a crystal ray gun at first, but I, it's or a like telescope, right? And, yeah, it was, yeah. Just, okay. Which, I didn't get that either. Like, yeah. are they looking through the prisms? Why do they need what to look through prisms? What do the prisms do? I don't that understand was, it. It looked cool, but there was I, no reasoning for it That whatsoever. whole segment, that whole segment with those two, I, I did not really grasp, but whatever. It was cool. Uh, they looked through the telescope and they see, um, it's like pointed at a gate with two gold sphinx, sphinxes, sphinxes mm-hmm. around it. Uh, then they, they're watching a knight try to pass through it. And what happens is uh, the sphinx's eyes open and straight up laser beams come out and obliterate that knight. Like he straight up dies. They fry this knight trying to pass through the sphinx gate. And his body lay there dead. Yeah. As they watch in horror. Yeah. I, I mean, they really don't sugarcoat it. It's yeah, like, yeah, they're not. This like, dude you would died. think that he would just disappear, like in an old 80s movie. Yeah. Like, he, but no, they're like, no, the body's still there and he's charred. They're like, kids, and this fried. is a life lesson. <laughs> People will die. And I, I guess the thing is, like, he had to, like, if you don't know your worth, you can't pass through the gate. Is that mm-hmm. the well, explanation? If, or like your ego you, is too big, or like if yeah, you're not true you have to, to be yourself? pure of heart and true to yourself. Okay. And also, as you'll get into it, have confidence and have confidence. Yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah. Sure. Um. So Atreyu's like, yo. Even though I just literally saw this man burned with laser beams before my very eyes, I can do it. I can definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's going to try and pass through it. And he goes, he like leaves. And of course, like this old scientific elf dude is screaming about, dude, there's a second gate. And it's yeah. like way worse. And Atreyu's like, don't hear you. La, la, la. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm smarter than you. <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, the Sphinxes. So, okay, let me back up. The Atreyu gets up to this gate, right? First of all, he is... He passes by the dead knight, and it's shocking. Like <laughs> yeah, so it so it it's not just the fact that he's he's got all his armor on and a helmet. They actually cl- they close in on his head, so you can see his charred eyes and face. He looks like a and horror so it's movie. So like, the movie's like, just you know, this guy was he's obliterated, dead. like, yeah. and he's dead. Yeah, and here's some he graphic. Did, he didn't like, just like pass out, dude is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like most movies, it would just there would be like a laser beam and like oh he's gone and all yeah. right yeah kids or or he would just be passed out his eyes closed like oh he you know right it's right like, uh, ambivalent like, this guy you know? was charred from the inside out he was so dead there was no excuse it was so crazy to me I was just like what and also like the armor on the outside wasn't that affected which I was like come on I the know. armor would be like all broken beat and, up yeah, yeah yeah no armor is fine unless the sphinx's like laser beam aim is just really good and it got right between I, his like I his eye think, visor i don't think so <laughs> i don't look i'm trying to help you out <laughs> no it was it was it was graphic something i did notice is when he is a, like he passes by the night and he's approaching these sphinxes um again like there's some things in this movie where i'm like i thought this was more of a kid's movie and not that i don't think that this is 
appropriate for kids. It's just odd to me that in the 80s, they deemed this okay for kids. Uh, the Sphinxes totally are not wearing shirts, and they cut to, like, shots of the Sphinx's breasts, like, at least four times. Did you catch that? Well, also, like, in between him looking up at the boobs. Over and over, over again. Over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, what? What is, what is this? It, they could have easily just, like because it's not just boobs i need to clarify this like nipples like there wasn't yeah, a yeah. shirt or they could have easily just been like here are breasts but without the you know like what is it like you can't show nipples in a lot of things and even today that's so controversial like showing nipples in any kind of art or whatever people got a lot of shit to say about it but this is an 80s kids movie and they cut to like these huge <laughs> nipples over and over again and showing his face yeah, like it could be his face looking up like and scared to run through. And then it'd be like, boobs, 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 little his kid face, face boobs, 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 little kid, kid face, boobs, boobs. And I remember being like, what is this? It was really weird, actually. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that's. No, I was. Why am I seeing like little boy's face, boobs, little boy's face, boobs? I, for a second, like, I'm like, is, is this a, like, is a, this like, a metaphor a for like puberty? Like, I didn't understand <laughs> what they were trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so they, strange. They showed it at least four times. It was like, over <laughs> and over and over again. <laughs> In fact, someone should make like a gif of that. If, <laughs> how is no? I what I cannot understand is how that scene is in the movie, and yet all I have ever heard or seen about this movie is the horse dying. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's sad, but like, what about this weird scene with the boobs? <laughs> yeah, that was so strange. I mean, I'm glad it happened, though. I'm glad yeah. it's out there. Look, I want to just clarify <laughs> to anyone that's listening. I have absolutely no problem with boobs. I do not think they should be sexualized. I, I There's nothing wrong with, like, a kid seeing a woman without a sh- I guess that's how I feel. It's like, you, know, you breastfeed. I mean, maybe maybe it's like an editing complaint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why did you edit it that way? <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't... It, the, the first time they showed it, I was like... Oh, cool. Like, that's pretty progressive for the 80s. But then they, like, showed it again and again and again and again. And like you said, they kept cutting back to his face. And I was like... And he's, like, terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know. It was 1984, weird. man. Which is odd to me. I, I don't know. You know what? Maybe the 80s were cooler than I thought. I don't know. Sphinx boobs. Anyway, uh... Atreyu ends up passing uh, through it. Well, well, first he's like, he starts to doubt himself because I guess these boobs are just scaring the shit out of him. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. That's when he... Yeah. And, and then the old guys with his... He's like, have confidence. The scientific old the elf scientific dude. scientific old elf guy's like, who, confidence. Who, for the record, is a... He must be so far away because he has to use a prism telescope to even see Atreyu. And yet right. you can still hear his voice like cutting in like, be confident, be confident. It's Fantasia. I think sound travels differently there. In Fantasia? Oh, yeah, because come on. Everyone's like, Atreyu. Atreyu. <laughs> I, think, I think sound waves just like float across the sky and yeah, clouds yeah. and stuff. You know what? I'll I'll buy that. That sounds reasonable enough to me. That's uh, that's all. That's what I'll do to justify it. Then it so so he is starting to doubt himself, but uh, he ends up. The, they're they're just like, what is the old elf science dude? He's like, run! Yeah, and Treyu does. He runs. He almost gets shot like shot by laser beams, but he makes it. What which means that he isn't pure? I that's, 
I, yeah, I don't get what the. F- I they don't get that either. They were gonna kill him anyway. Like this kid's a piece of shit. Yeah, but he just what runs fast. Yeah. That that ho- that knight was on a horse, the and you're telling me the whole thing was like you have to be pure of heart and, and know yourself. Not. And maybe they were trying to tell us that he doesn't know himself yet. Then how did he get past it? And the knight because he was ran fast enough. The knight was on a horse. You're telling me that knight couldn't have <laughs> that knight through? was just walking slow though, and then just got shot. So Atreyu is just smarter. He's like, I will run through this. It was dumb, but I liked it. I, it was I, strange. I know I'm talking a lot of shit, but I did like this movie. It was very enjoyable. Uh, he, he passes through, and then the scene cuts to like the elf witch, who's just like stabbing Falcor, the, the dog yeah. dragon, with a needle. Yeah, just, like, this is the first scream from Falcor. Yeah, that and we he get. has many. He's like, <laughs> like, he's like, what are you doing? But what does the witch say? She's like, you need your vitamin D or something? Yeah, you need your supplements. I can't remember. Why do this you movie is nuts. Stab this him. is a crazy-ass movie. Stab him with a freaking While syringe. he's asleep? Yeah, it's so rude. <laughs> And also, why wasn't Falcor like cheering on Atreyu? He was like, sleeping. He likes kids, though. As <laughs> we get into this, what I think Falcor, I think he's a stoner. Like he's just like smoking weed all the time. Yeah, he definitely gives that. I think I literally wrote he's stoned at some point in my notes. Yeah, yeah, he's just like whatever. It's all good. <laughs> so they get through right, and then the next gate. Uh, so the science elf dude tells Falcor the next gate is going to be a magic mirror gate where you have to face yourself, which I immediately was like, that sucks. I would not want to do that. Like, Well, that's why he had to run and dodge the lasers from the first gate because mm-hmm. he really wasn't pure and knew himself. He still has to face himself. So even though he dodged that round, it's like... Even though he can get through the sadness swamp, like, no problem. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> no, he did have problems. He had to get rescued well, by Falcor. Like, yeah. Well, he's after his horse problems. died, I mean, damn. I mean, for the record, are... yeah, the fact that he's able to keep going after his beloved horse dies and he, like, makes it that far without the swamp yeah. of sadness eating him, respect. Also, maybe he's a psychopath. We don't know. You know <laughs> what I mean? How did, how could anyone do that? If my dog died, I'd be like, well. I'm done. That's it. I, I know I'd be really sad. The swamp would eat me immediately. But Atreya was like, yeah, it's a bummer, but more so an inconvenience. Because 10,000 oh, miles. only friend. Uh, yeah, that's not true. He's got... He said it to him, though. But as the horse died, he's like, you're my only friend. Oh, did he? I think so, yeah. Aw. Okay, I take it back. Sorry, Atreyu. It cuts... <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to Atreyu. Uh, he's in a blizzard. Definitely not wearing proper clothes for the blizzard. Uh, but he does find the magic mirror gate. And when he looks into it, he sees Bastion... Is that his name? Yeah. Bastion's like the real boy in the real world and Bastion sees him again strong E.T. vibes like I really thought they were like the same person for a second but so that's they not u- the case they used a, a dissolve to you know kind of s- symbolize the fact that they had a, some type of connection and then you slowly come yeah. leave Fantasia and go into the attic right. with Bastion in and, the school and then Bastion attic. gets kind of spooked, right? And yeah, he does because he he's like, holy shit. And he jumps up and he like throws the book. Uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, it's like I'm done. It's like the dumbest I'm done. throw ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not a strong throw. <laughs> yeah. Not a baseball <laughs> Which player. Which is probably why he didn't make the swim team. Right, right. right. Yeah. It's not athletic. His dad is disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he picks it back up. Uh, and then he lights some really spooky witchy candles. This attic has everything. Like, I don't know where the hell yeah. he was getting so, these candles. <laughs> for some reason, a boy who skips school 
at school, at school. <laughs> in the attic has access to candles and matches. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not just like any candles. They look like they've been burned a long time. There's like yeah, a lot yeah. of wax dripping. It's like the teachers go up there to do like seances and 100%. smoke weed or something. Like It looked like like <laughs> this is where some demonic school? ritual is happening. <laughs> so it cuts back to Atreyu. Atreyu passes through this magic mirror gate. Uh, and then there's another set of blue sphinxes. Uh, they tell him, do not be afraid. They've been waiting for him. And then, oh, this is also, this is the oracle. So this this blue sphinx is the seven oracle or something. I don't know. Uh, they tell him, uh, what you need to do is give the empress a new name. But only a human child can give her the new name. Then the sphinxes start to crumble and they tell him you have to hurry because the nothing is almost upon us. Um, so yeah, so now we know what we need to do. We got to give the empress a, a name from a human boy. Uh, Atreyu turns back and starts yelling for Falcor Again, so much yelling in this movie for like people. <laughs> Falcor, Atreyu! It's just like over and over again. Uh, and Falcor is like totally ready to give him a lift. Uh, they're together. They start flying through some, cl- some clouds. Lots of clouds in this movie because the nothing is clouds. Uh, Falcor, what? Dark clouds. Dark clouds. But yeah. these were like positive clouds because he's on Falcor now. Right, right. right. Um, Falcor is like really unconcerned and chill. And this is where I wrote, he's probably stoned. (laughs) (laughs) But then (laughs) Atreyu's like, we got to go faster. And Falcor's like, okay. And then he does this really weird growl thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he starts going faster. I don't know. Weird, dude. I wish we had a recording of it we could play. It's like, what the fuck? Maybe we'll edit one in. Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's so, it's so out of place. Uh, but then we are, we're totally into like a flying 80s montage with 80s fantasy music. And it's actually it's really sweet. Yeah. It's just, it's so cool. It's super cool. And they, they just have like B-roll and they're like on a... A green screen but like oh yeah now they're a, it's a winter mountains yeah now it's a desert now they're on the ocean now, now it's they're... tropical now yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> where are they going it was such a good mo- like moment and the music was so iconic it immediately made me think of the bicycle scene from et it's like i could totally yeah. see being a kid and seeing that, loving that. And yeah yeah like, god damn i want to be on that dragon oh yeah yeah so you want cool. a dragon you want a dragon <laughs> so of course atreyu's like hell yeah and he does a fist bump because fuck yeah we're flying right that's <laughs> sweet uh atreyu all i could think when i saw him flying in this montage was that boy needs a hair tie because his hair is going to be so tangled it's as long as my hair and we were just on a pontoon boat like yesterday and <laughs> it was so hard to untangle my hair at the end of that and i had my hair tied up <laughs> Dragon um, problems. Dragon problems, man. <laughs> so it cuts to Bastion, uh, who, after reading all of this narrative, is thinking it's such a shame that they didn't ask him for a name because his mother had a beautiful name. name yeah. yeah. Uh, it cuts back to Atreyu and Falcor. They encountered the nothing. Falcor, not so chill anymore. They're like getting tossed around <laughs> in like the nothing clouds. Atreyu falls <laughs> off, like, holy shit, this boy's gonna die. Um, and as he falls off, it cuts back to Bastion, and the attic window totally blows open. So, again, like I just got ugh, a lot of ET vibes. Can I? 
Can I say one thing? Yeah. Like, I wonder, I've like, so him much. reading this book. I know, yeah. You've done it <laughs> wonderful. I wonder, like, him reading this book in town, like, how many people had, like, trees, like, uprooted in Oh, the property their... damage that he yeah, caused. Yeah, like, anytime you read this book in the real world, like, there's just, like, a storm, like a tornado that just comes No wonder in. that old man was like, don't you take this book. It's dangerous. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, what if I the old that... man's house got, like, uprooted or, like, you know, the roof got torn But the, the thing is that old man wanted him to take the book, which... Because he wanted him to go through this experience. Why? To, to learn. To read. Learn what? See, okay. To we'll, save we'll Fantasia, bro. We'll get back to this because at the end of it, I still was like, what was the lesson here? <laughs> like, I don't really know. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the attic window blows open. Uh then it cuts back to Atreyu. He's on a beach, totally not dead. Not sure how that happened. How uh, did that not happen? I don't know. He's Cause, totally cause I'm not sure dead. I'm pretty sure when you fall from an airplane, and he's dead because he was in the clouds. So it's not like he was like survived. Maybe I, like a, a my, couple story uh, fall. He was way up there. I mean, I don't think you can fall into water and survive from an airplane like oh are you saying he fell and like got washed up onto shore i mean that's the only logical thing i can think of yeah because he was on a beach right but i don't yeah i guess i don't know like what's the you'd have to be like some unbelievable expert and fall into the water the most perfect way and they were in the nothing like there's no there's no way he should be dead basically is what we're saying like it doesn't make sense that he survived that but it is fantasia and the rules of gravity do not apply here maybe i don't know that's a good point too um, he has totally lost the medallion thing that they gave him that's supposed to guide him, Olren or something yep, like so that. Yep, so he's washed up and he touches his chest and realizes that the Olren is gone. He's, he's devastated. Like, uh, well, no, I'm effed. I've, yeah, he's like, I failed. Um, and he's also lost Falcor and the nothing is totally creeping in. He sees some paw prints on the beach, a little foreshadowing. Uh, cuts to Falcor, <laughs> definitely looking for him. Screaming Again, his name. <laughs> thank you. They start screaming for each other, but they can't Andrea. find each other. Yeah, Andrea! Falcor! They, they're just hopeless. Um, Atreyu <laughs> runs into the rock biter again from the beginning of the book. Oh, this is sad. This far. is so sad. The rock biter tells him they like have this moment, and he's looking at his hands, and he says, my hands, they look like big, strong hands, but they were not strong enough to save his friends, which is really sad. And Atreyu is upset because he sees himself as having failed this mission, and then nothing is really almost there. The rock biter says, basically, I'm tired. I'm just going to let the nothing take me when it gets here. But Atreyu keeps trudging on. Um, Horrible things start happening. You can see Fantasia's breaking apart. The earth falls beneath him. He's like in some sort of ruins. Uh, There's uh, frescoes painted on the wall of these ruins that are depicting all of the adventures that he's had thus far, like passing through and the gates. Like, and he's like, holy what? Yeah, he's what like the running hell? running around looking at all of them, and it's like every situation, like Artek dying. Yeah. Um, all the things that he's gone through thus far. It's And uh, it's really weird. Yeah, it is weird, because how the hell... There's like, a lot of things in the movie I just don't get. Put that there? I truly couldn't even begin to fathom why those are there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then he encounters the, the strange dark beast uh, who they've been alluding to this entire damn movie and we haven't. And so whatever, he finally shows up and the creature says, you know, if you come closer, I'm going to rip you to shreds. His name is Demork. That sounds right. That sound right? Okay, literally I wrote question marks after every name I wrote down. 
Um, and Atreyu has the honor of being his last victim. Demoric tells him that Fantasia, this land, has no boundaries, and that Fantasia is the world of human fantasy, and it's dying because humans have begun to lose their hopes and forget their dreams. This is some heavy shit. Uh, the nothing is the emptiness that is left, a despair of humanity destroying the world. Who the hell wrote this script? Well, it's, I think it's a big cap on the theme of the film, which is to follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Don't let the negativity of the world slow you down. or um, Don't lose the magic, man. Don't lose your imagination. Cynicism and all, all these things that slow people down. I think that's what the There's more to life than your 9 was... to 5 job basically. Yeah. Like like the dad is the antithesis of what uh, exactly. Bastion is. Uh, Demork says, Demork is the dark creature like the, the wolf-like creature with the green eyes and he wants to help the nothingness along because people who have no hopes are easy to control and whoever has control has the power and mm-hmm. Demork is just a servant of the nothing sent to kill the one who can stop it which is Atreyu. So Demork uh, lunges at him, but Atreyu stabs him. It's a very effective stab because it's literally very one cool, stab. Cool yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was nice. It yeah. Was cool. And it's done. Which I kind of was like, that's anticlimactic because this thing has been chasing quick. him the whole time, and there wasn't even he a fight. He just stabs him with a, a shard of cement. Literally one stab, and that wolf goes down. The the big dark beast that's an agent of the nothing. Well, also too, like Atreyu was. He is this um, warrior that was sought out by, you know, the it Empress's It literally people. looks like this wolf fell upon him. So maybe he's him. just dope. Maybe he's good. And, you know, he's just good. He's just that he's good. Just, he's just that good. No. Atreyu. I mean, look, Atreyu is a great name, first of all, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, it happened. Whatever. He ends up killing Demork, and then it cuts to Falcor, who's flying over the ocean. Screaming Atreyu. Oh, no, he's, like, not yet. He does scream Atreyu, but at this very moment, he's actually, like, in the ocean, and he finds the pendant. Yeah. uh, The Oren. Okay, can we talk about this? Yeah. How did he know it was there? I don't know how any of the character motivations were. I have no idea. He's a luck. Oh, he's a luck dragon. He probably just got lucky and found it. Lucky enough to swim into the, like, dive into the ocean. Lucky enough to get Atreyu before he's about to be eaten earlier I after guess. his horse dies. Luck, okay, all right. He's, he's a luck a, dragon. He's a luck dragon. This movie is so easy, because if you have a question, they're just like, it's Fantasia. It's a luck dragon. <laughs> luck <It's>, dragon. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm the it's luckiest perfect. person in the world. It's perfect writing. Uh, so the nothing is still gaining traction. It's trying to suck Atreyu in. But Falcor comes to save him. Tons of names screaming. Uh, but Fantasia <laughs> is destroyed, and Completely. Falcor and Atreyu are basically flying through the nothing. It looks like space, right? There's like stars. So before we get all the way there, before everything's ripped apart, you can. Yeah. There's this incredible pra- effect, and I know they used like a sound stage, and they it was one of those things where it like rotates and the camera stays, and you can. It looks like Atreyu is being hanging onto a tree and being sucked by the, by the nothing. And it was really cool how they did it yeah. for real. Um, they just had a soundstage spin, and he was literally just hanging. And the with, camera with a, just followed With a wire. Him. Yeah, and the camera just stayed with the soundstage. That's clever. So it looked, yeah, yeah. And in the movie, it comes across really realistic. Oh, it looks great. Yeah, and I, I think that's, I love that stuff. I love when you can make, just film things happening. Yeah. And they did that so much. And I mean, all basically everything was just filmed. Mm-hmm. 
It looks so, fantastic. Right, yeah. So right before everything's broken apart and Fantasia's completely broken apart, Falcor swoops in and you see his like little paw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just kind of comes into the camera shot. I and, got um, you. Treyu grabs it and they I got go you, into Treyu. space. Yeah, I well, guess. that's that's the nothing. There's nothing yeah, there. The, yeah, they go into nothing. And space There's... is nothing. Right, so space. They go into space. Like an alien in space. No one can hear you scream. Not even when your name's screaming, Atreus. Mostly. Falcor. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you guys. A lot of name screaming. Uh, so Fantasia's destroyed. They're flying through the nothing, but they decide to use the medallion, the Oren, to guide them to basically see if the ivory tower is still standing somehow because they're basically flying through the debris of fantasia of, of the planet of fantasia yeah. yeah so there's like almost like an asteroid field in star wars and mm-hmm. stuff like that and so you see exactly, pieces of yeah. rock kind of floating around yeah uh so they start going and guess what that ivory tower still stands the music totally hypes up it's like hell yeah ivory tower mm-hmm. at this point in time i wrote have there been any women in this film at all? Like one, and I've answered my question as I've spoken this back. The witch, she was a woman in the film. Yep, yep. got one. I got one. Uh, they end up landing at the tower <laughs> again. Falcor with the weird winks gives him the weird wink, and it's like, go ahead, you know, it's all good. And it's like, yeah, you're weird, but okay. <laughs> um, Atreyu marches forward to meet the Empress. Uh, the door shuts behind him that he goes through, and I want to point this out. And actually, maybe I shouldn't point this out because this is so weird. I swear to God, it looked like like a vaginal imagery on the door. And then when he gets in to see the Empress for the first time, am I crazy? Like it looked like like it looked vaginal. Like the symbols were vaginal, and like he it almost felt it, like he was entering into like a womb. I think it was just nice architecture. I'm not crazy. <laughs> like 100%. Go back, watch this movie. I I, I'll I'll watch it again. I don't but. know what they were trying to say here. If it was just, it does feel like he's like it's all soft light, and he this boy's been struggling with his mom, you know, having died, and then I I don't even you know w- where to take this, but I swear to God that that is what it is. My question would be, what were they trying to say? As if. Uh, like what like is bastion the child that they have he's Let like who the, has i don't know like um atreyu and the empress or i i truly do not know what was going on at this part but i i for sure am it's confident in saying that was vaginal imagery on those walls and i'm sure if i go online and read someone's hot take <laughs> i'm not gonna be the only one that thought that well, well, anyone listening, uh, you know, let us know. Sorry I took it there. I know it's weird, <laughs> but I, I couldn't help what I saw. Like, that, that's what I saw. And I felt kind of uncomfortable about it because they're kids, right? Am I weird? Yeah, I mean, it's Hollywood. Am I weird? Hollywood don't care. I don't know. I guess I have thoughts. I don't know. I need to... I don't know. Maybe I regret bringing this up at all, but it was weird and I feel like I should point it out. Uh, so, yeah, the door shuts behind him. We are bombarded with some weird imagery and he meets the Empress and the Empress is like this really young girl. Uh, she's wearing all this makeup and she's just like, why are you so sad? And it's like, dude, 
why would he not be sad? Like, Fantasia imploded. Like <laughs> They're on, like, a little piece of rock. Why are you asking him why he's sad? It's so freaking weird. It's very, um, it's kind of like Matrix with the Oracle and Neo shows up. I don't know, whatever. Uh, as soon as you eat this cookie, you'll feel better. Exactly. <laughs> you have nothing to be sad about. It's Everything's okay. And he's like, you know, I failed you. And she says, no, you haven't. You brought the Earth child with you. And then he's, like, pissed because she's like, yeah, I already knew that you were going to, like, I already knew I needed a new name. Like, I, I knew all this. And he's like, uh, you already knew? He's rightfully angry. I, but she explains, you know, the only way we could have gotten this kid to come with is to read the story, like, to be engaged in the story. And the Empress says the boy doesn't realize he's already part of the never-ending story, which, OMFG, this is meta as hell, because we, the viewer, are also with him on the story, right? Whoa. I know. When I saw, like, when she was saying that, I was like, oh, dang, this movie's clever. Uh, he, Bastion's the only one with the power to stop it, uh, the, the, the nothingness. Uh, but Bastion doesn't realize that he could be that important. And all he has to do is give the Empress a name to continue the story. Uh, the more he says it's only a story. Uh, so, yeah, it like cuts back to Bastion in the real world. And he's just like, this is crazy. Like, this is only a story. It can't be me. It can't be me. Can't. It's like um, uh, oh, Luke Skywalker, like, um, where could they be? Yeah. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's like the cheesiest line in the world what the more he's like adamant that the story you know it's only a story the more that shit just starts going sideways both in the real world and in the never right, ending like story the um whole like kurt castle like starts it's like crumbling cracking, crumbling yeah loud like, noises and even in real life like the yeah. rain is coming in and the, the attic, window shatters like, mm-hmm. um yeah it's like very connected both worlds i thought that the actress who played the empress was really great like whatever they were going for she delivered and yeah, not, i'm not very, quite sure she was what, poised and yeah she's good yeah she was weird but it was it was good. There's a lot of weird in this A lot movie. of weird. Um, Bastion's having a really hard time because he thinks he needs to be an adult. He needs to keep his feet on the ground and not have his head in the clouds. Right, because he can't everything. believe something so ridiculous, even though yeah. the whole time he's been reading the book, crazy physical things have been happening around, around him. him. Yeah. Uh, and the Empress, like, you know, all this shit's going sideways. And then the Empress, like, kind of turns to the camera and is basically begging Bastion to save him, like, to save them. Uh, you know, just, all you have to do is like just save us, just save, say my name. Give me a new like, name. Give me a new name. Yeah, and he's he's finally like, fine, I'll do it. Uh, and he goes to like the, the shattered window. And yeah, it's instead raining. of just saying it right there, he like, I need to climb up to this high. It's gotta window be dramatic. And like burst the window panes open. Right, it's like raining. And he screams what I'm assuming is his mom's name. Yeah. Can't understand a One damn word. thing he yeah, said. It was just like, it was like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no clue. Cause I would love to know what the name is. Yeah. And then watch it again. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, everything turns dark. And it's just the Empress and Bastion. And she tells him in the beginning, everything is dark. Not to go backwards, but also, like, who edited this movie? I don't Cause if, know. Because if one of the, that's probably got to be the biggest name in the movie is the name that saves everyone. The mother, yeah. It's, it's like, a big thing. Like, and you, 
it, I mean, it is impossible to hear it. Yeah, I was like, can we turn on the subtitles? Cut. I have no idea what he and just And I just, said. who's like on the cutting room floor like, perfect. That's <laughs> like, it. That's it. Yeah, that's, so, there it is. I think <laughs> it's, it's like, supposed what? to be deliberate. You, it's supposed to be on I think so. We'll, okay. we'll get to that in some okay. trivia, but I... Weird, weird, weird. So she... The Empress, you know, everything's dark, and she explains that Fantasia, you know, this the whole concept of Fantasia can arise within Bastion. Uh, she gives him this, like, weird glowing sand thing, uh, which she it's can... It's one grain of sand. Is it? Because it looks pretty big. Well, it's glowing, though, so the, the light makes it look big. I, I suppose... She she tells him that he can make a wish with this, and he can make a lot of wishes. And in fact, he should make a lot of wishes so Fantasia can be like super awesome. Um, so <laughs> what does he wish for? He wants to ride Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> Which hell yeah, Yay! yeah, let's do 80s it. 80s music. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden the movie cuts. He's flying around. He's waving at all the characters. Artex the horse lives. There's yep. a tray you ride. And they all wave. They all wave at yeah, it. Like, hey. So cheesy. Um, and then Falcor asks him, you know, what do you want to wish for next? And I too was like, what is he going to wish for next? Like, I thought like he's going to wish his dead mom back alive or something, no, no. right? Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Instead, it cuts to the bullies from the beginning of the story, of the beginning of the movie. And Falcor does his weird scream thing again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... If I may, mm-hmm. so now we can just go from Fantasia to Vancouver, Canada, or like the I real... I truly don't understand if this was all in Bastion's head, or if this was like... Right. Was he daydreaming, or was he, he yeah, that's actually... Yeah, Like, everyone's like, holy shit, it's a dragon. Yeah, because it's just like, now Falcor's in the real world, the like, no questions asked. It. No, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it's explain just it. Like... <laughs> Just so it's just happening. They like they dive bomb these bullies and of course chase them into the very same alley in the very same dumpster, dumpster from the beginning of the movie. And we've come full circle and Falcor is like just laugh, laughing, laughing, like, like uh, maniacally. Ma- maniacally. Thank you. I'm just, he's just like, yeah, let's let's terrorize these children. And this is this is like, <laughs> I have a lot to say about this because it's like, I, what is the message of this movie? One, it's like, don't bullying's bad. Well, and follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, basically. But also, have they not? Has Basha not become? The very thing that he that hates. That those three bullies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is he not now a bully himself? That's. It felt weird to me. Like his wish was to be yeah. like, let's I fuck mean, with my tormentors. Like I think a one and done's not that bad. You know. I don't think he's gonna keep flying with um, Falcor. A and, like, dragon dive bombed them. <laughs> These boys. I'm not saying they're great boys, but like. Actually, those that would psychologically that would mess, mess you ch- up. Yeah, that would really mess you up really badly. So yeah, no, that's a good point. It just seems so weird, like for a like this is a kids movie, and we're trying to teach great lessons. Like dreams and imagination like, no, no. are great, but it's also like if you have a chance to get back at your bullies, you better fuck them up, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you have, you better power, go get a luck dragon and dive bomb them and watch them piss their pants. <laughs> exactly, because even at the beginning of the movie, the old man that gives him the book also it's like you should have punched him. Yeah, like, right in the nose. <laughs> what is this movie? I think that's healthy, you know? It's not like, you think they would be like, take the high ground. You know, you're better, lead by example. Instead, it's like, 
Put them up. Yeah. Drop them. You better drop them. We're having fisticuffs. And that's honest to God. Like the movie ends. Right after it's, that, yeah. 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 So the, yeah, the, they get there, forced There's into like the a downstairs. narrator who like speaks for a second about how, you know, Falcor and Bastion, they went on more adventures, but that's another story. And then it's the end. The, the last shot is like, I finally got back at these bullies. That whole adventure, it all culminates it. He's got a dead mom. He could have done so much with these Perfect. wishes. And instead he's like, getting these bullies. And that's where the movie ended. Yeah. <laughs> Never ending story. Never ending story. Even though it ended. Uh, so you know what time it is now, right? I don't know. I don't, oh my God, there's a nap. <laughs> Get I over it. I don't know. <laughs> it's time for... IMDB trivia. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I like your echo in real time. All right, here's what I got for you. Uh, the Never Ending Story came out in 1984. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. It's rated PG. It was an hour and 42 minutes, and it's labeled as an adventure, drama, and family movie. Uh, the tagline was, A boy who needs a friend finds a world that needs a hero and a land beyond imagination. Per, that, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's a good tagline, right? Um, it was filled in Germany, one of the hottest summers that Germany has ever experienced, and it was based on the 1979 German fantasy novel called The Neverending Story by uh, Michael uh, Ande, E-N-D-E, might be saying that wrong. Uh, mm. And actually, the book ended, uh, like the movie only covered the first half of the original novel. Uh, therefore, the point at which the, the movie ends is only halfway through the book which is what i just said but whatever that's my goal so what yeah to read that book then what else happens i mean apparently a lot and the author did not like this movie and he actually was petitioning to have the never-ending story uh like they couldn't use the the name of his book he didn't want to be associated with it did not like it at all uh he ended up suing them but he lost wow yeah so he wasn't on set as a like um what is that what can i think of that a consultant. consultant yeah. yeah i guess i, I don't really know but wow. it turns out he hated it uh noah hathaway the young actor who played atreyu was actually hurt twice during the making of the movie when he was learning to ride a horse his horse threw him off and then stepped on him uh, and then while he was shooting the drowning sequence in the swamp of sadness his leg actually got caught on an on the elevator and he was pulled underwater, and he was actually unconscious by the time he was brought to the surface. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Atreyu is actually an ancient word, which means bold guardian. Love it. Mm. If we get a second German Shepherd, no. let's name him Atreyu. No. Just going to throw no. that out there. Remington. Think of a... Oh, so you want a second dog? No. Remington, though? Atreyu. Remington? Weird name. What if we named him Falcor? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Only if the only time we say his name, if we scream it. Falcor! Falcor! (laughs) It's like, why do you only scream my name? Because his name is freaking Falcor. Um, So according to the book, I had to Google this because this drove me nuts. Like we were saying earlier, what the hell was the name of the Empress? Like what was the name Bastion? You know, what was his mom's name? Because right, that's it. Like, Did you find it? Not really. According you can't even to, find the na- real what? Well, okay, it's up for debate. According to the book, the childlike empress, and that's key. Like the empress wasn't supposed to be a child. Like it's actually she's like really, really old. She just looks like a child. Um, her her new name that Bastion like screamed into the night is 
Moonchild? So his mother's real name was Moonchild? <laughs> That's why I'm not Because really it had to be his mo- Bastion's mom. Because she talked about, like, she was such a beautiful such name. Such a beautiful name. There's no way her name was freaking Moonchild. But maybe <laughs> one My thing... name's Moonchild. <laughs> <laughs> if we get another dog, I want to name him Moonchild. We're not or Falcor. getting just another just wanna say, dog. Just putting it out there. Just, you know, think about it. We will not do it. Ooh. Ever. Like, Just, ever. You also said we were never going to get a dog in the first place. And today, you, like, literally ordered a, a package for our dog. You're not getting a dog. I'm getting another dog. You're not getting another dog. <laughs> okay. I can kick you out. I'll take over the mortgage. <laughs> kick? I'm on the mortgage. <laughs> I know. I'll take it over. You can get out of here. Because I want a second dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we'll shelf it for now. Forever. <laughs> You got another dog? I would literally either like you get out or I'm leaving. Hmm. True story. Okay. Well, I'll think about that. Uh, I wanted to also point out that when I was googling for Bastion's mom's name and like what name he yelled, someone on Reddit was like, "Oh yeah, I know her name. Her name is." <laughs> <laughs> Which it was multiples. It was like. <laughs> So Reddit says if you slow the movie down and play it like in slow motion that he actually is saying Moonchild. But how much of that is just like us projecting what we're supposed to hear? How is there not a. Why why can't we get a hold of the script? Like, what did the script say? You should be able to get a hold of the script. All right. If you're out there, person who wrote the script, email us at (laughs) tellmeyouveseenthis at gmail.com. And let us know what her name actually is, because we don't know. Uh, yeah, and that's literally all the IMDb trivia I have. I am fascinated. That was amazing. Yeah. I'm fascinated. You know what time it is now? Party time. Do you not know? Ratings. No. Monkey. No. <laughs> Ashley Larry. It's, it's time for Final Thoughts. Oh, well, that's ratings. Whatever. It's one of the same, sweetheart. You go first. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are that um, it was a movie shot in 1984, and I think that they used cameras, and they shot things on the other side of the camera. So you didn't like this didn't... at all? I mean, no. <laughs> really? You were Did like... you like it? Yeah. I, like, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I mean, I, don't, it was I didn't okay. hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought E.T. was better for like talking about like a family movie in the 80s. I think that there just wasn't, there were just so few characters. I, I think the reason I, if whatever like towards it that I have is because it was all like, you know, like animatronics and these cool rock animals. That looks good. And like the snail and um, the scenery and the background and the imagery of the movie. But was there just wasn't much story, <laughs> even though it's the never ending story. Yeah. There just wasn't much, um, there wasn't any characters. Not, no, and no all. character development. Yeah, there was yeah. just nothing. Because even Bastion like, really didn't the nothing grow. is taking over Fantasia, but like the movie wasn't was kind really, of not, yeah. Nothing. There was no like lesson or point. It felt like because yeah, even there wasn't Bastion a point just to anything. Like became a bully at the end of it. 
Yeah, like, yeah. Even Bastion's know, like, now I'm a bully. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, well, the world just sucks, I guess, and read. Yeah, and it just continued that like emptiness and the sadness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so what are we going for here? Like, so Bastion was able to bully the three bullies, but like, is he going to follow his dreams or is he going to just settle like his dad wants him to? It doesn't tell uh, you anything. Yeah, you really there's no conclusion. Nothing. He like gets there was literally back to the bullies and then it's done. He's like, I did it, and the movie's over. And, like the whole goal of that movie was to get back to those bullies for putting him right. in a dumpster. That was the point: is to put three bullies in a dumpster. Never talks to his dad. Never has to face the consequences for skipping school at school, stealing a book, and yeah, whatever. never gives the book back to the storekeep. And it never it's explains just... what the storekeep like. Why did he want him to have this book? How did the storekeep get the book? I don't know. Should so... we watch the sequel? Maybe. There's two more movies after this. I know. Is that like the rest of the guy's novel? I haven't. I honestly don't know. Yeah, so where I'm at is there just wasn't... It was just a weird movie. Okay. But it looked really good, and I like practical effects a lot, so it's got that going for it. Okay. Let me give my final thoughts, and then we'll give our ratings. Um, yeah, uh, like you're saying, I I liked the movie. It was fun. But there was just so many questions, and I know it's supposed to be, like, fantasy, and it's a kid's movie, so, you know, I should cut it some slack. But I just, like, I don't know anything about Basha. I don't know anything about his mom. I don't know anything about the dad, like, except the really basic, shallow level. The dad is a 9-to-5 office man. His son is, uh, he likes books and imagination, and that's bad, and... It yeah, just like yeah. it's. I just seemed the whole movie seemed really shallow. I can kind of understand why the author of the book was like, "I don't like this." Because like, here's what I'll say: the movie made me want to read the book because mm. it was like it, there is something here, but it's not fleshed out at all. Yeah, because you know in the book there's all this foreshadowing yeah. and um, character development because he wrote it all. And there must be. I'm sure reasons. he wrote a long time about the kid's mom and wrote. Yeah. About his father and yeah. There's and the gotta movie's be just like, well, let's get this going. Because yeah, it does move at a pretty quick. It's crazy. Clip, you how know? fast it moves. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it looked good. Uh, I thought the animatronics were good. The makeup was good. Um, yeah, visually great. Story wise, a lot of plot holes that I don't even feel like I'm being picky. It's just like these should have been. They could have been easily explained. Like they really yeah. could have been explained. It wouldn't have been hard to do. So that bothered me. And uh, yeah, also Falcor, he's creepy. Sorry, I know everyone likes him, but he is a creepo. (laughs) Yeah, not, he's weird. He's freaking weird. And then also like the strange vaginal imagery in the the ivory tower. That comes down to the architect they picked. That's all it is. It makes me want to read the book. I feel like there's more to this. Um, Trevor, what's your what's your final rating, and also your drink of choice? I'm gonna give it. I don't know. I'll give it like two point eight Jamesons. Two point eight Jamesons. Okay. I don't really want to give it a three out of five. Why eight? Just do two point five. Okay, two point five. Good. Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay my final rating uh i'm doing great bombs on brand for me i am gonna give it a 2.5 as well I wasn't super impressed. 
glad I've seen it though, because you know I'm tired of people screaming a tray you at me. So Word. now I know. Same we... rating. Same rating. Is that a first for us? Oh yeah, definitely. Are we sure it's the first? It's definitely the first. Okay. It's yeah. Definitely the first. All right. Well, I mean, that's th- it, guys. there you have it. Yeah, I, well, Trevor. What are we doing next? We are going to do a movie called Moon. Um, this movie is a super dope movie and also really well for practical effects. Um, it's a newer film, so there's obviously some CGI, but um, obviously it has something to do with the moon. <laughs> and I'm going to like it, right? I have a feeling I'm going to like this a lot. It's sci-fi, it's, right? Uh, yeah, it's a lot of isolation, um, very few characters. It's kind of like the same, but um, it's my boy Sam Rockwell, and he's, he's dope. I mean, he's he's just Sam Rockwell. Is it? What's the genre? It's sci-fi. sci-fi. Is it also uh, horror? I feel like I watched a trailer once. And uh, this is like a different type of thing. Okay, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to watch it again. I haven't seen. I saw it like when it came out. I think it was 2016. That's when not it that came long out. ago. Yeah, not that long ago. I think that's right. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool looking movie and. Um, I would call it like low budget sci-fi, but well done. Low oh, budget sci-fi. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just uh, great performance. I'm ready. Yeah. A lot, a lot of Sam Rockwell. So get ready for that. All right. So people at home, if you have seen Moon, you have strong thoughts about Moon, you had a weird experience while watching Moon, we want to hear from you. Uh, you can email us any of those experiences at tell me you've seen this at gmail.com. Go We're ahead. also on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. and Facebook at Tell Me You've Seen This. Uh, you and can listen to us at uh, Podbean, Stitcher. We're on Pandora now. We're also on iHeartRadio. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Did I say what else? We're on literally everything. Wherever you get your podcasts, you, you can, can listen. probably hear it. That's right. Uh, shoot, that's it. Uh a tray you <laughs> <laughs> cheers <laughs> good guys finally seen the movie it's about time now that she's seen the movie no need to rewind good lord she's finally seen the movie crack open summer wise she's finally seen the movie